Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Newsroom. My name's Katie, and I will be your host as we meander into the lives of inspiring and creative people. This is a hub for makers, thinkers, and anyone else that is doing the work that they truly want to be doing. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and I'm so glad that you're here tuning in. Thank you to those that are returning. It means so much to me that you're coming back to listen again. And welcome to those that are new to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. So before getting into this week's interview, I wanted to tell you a little bit about Museum Book Club. This month for Book Club, we're reading The Creative Habit by Twyla Tharp. The next meeting will take place on October 28th at 7.30 p.m. at Market Garden Brewery here in Cleveland. If you're unable to make the event, you can still participate by reading the book and joining the secret Facebook group. Just search Museum Club and request to join. I'm also planning on doing a separate episode about the book, so stay tuned for that. For more information, go to my Instagram page. I'm at Museum Podcast on Instagram. You can find a link in my bio to reserve a spot for the meetup, and you can also sign up for the email list, and I'll send you more information about it that way. This week on the podcast, I'm sharing a conversation with Katie from Cleveland Vibes. I loved talking to Katie and it was so much fun connecting with her. If you're unfamiliar, Cleveland Vibes is an amazing source for all Cleveland culture, food, art, and lifestyle. They started out on Instagram about a year and a half ago and it just keeps growing. They now have a website that you can go to and they're also holding events. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, you can actually go to one of Cleveland Vibes events that is happening on Tuesday. Katie is collaborating with Fountain Leather Goods to hold a clothing swap. The proceeds from the event will go towards the A21 Walk for Freedom to raise awareness for human trafficking. This is a great chance for you to connect with new people while also making a difference. So go follow Cleveland Vibes on Instagram for more information, and Katie will also tell you more about it in the interview. If this conversation that I had with Katie resonates with you in any way, go ahead and screenshot the episode on whatever podcast player you're listening on and share it on your Instagram stories or maybe even send it to a friend that you think might enjoy it. I would love to know that you're listening and I want to get these conversations into the ears that need them. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Katie from Cleveland Vibes. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. So I want to start out by asking you, um, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, man. Oh, that's a hard question. I, I'm trying to, I, you know, it's funny because I think I've always been like a million different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I mean, I've, I'm still kind of <laughs> working on answering right. that question. Like, what do I want to be when I grow up? Um, but I know I... Like, I was always, like, dreaming up, like, new ideas. Like, I I was always, like, inventing things in my mind. Like, I had, like, a whole, like, set of cars that I wanted to come out with. and Which is funny. I have no, like, interest in cars at all. But I liked the marketing aspect of it. Like, what would you call it? What would it look like? Um, So I think 
I think I've just always been like passionate about a lot of things and mm-hmm. unable to make up my mind and that's kind of like what brought me here and at all you know which yeah. is funny mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good question yeah so <laughs> I'm then still figuring it out what did you you ended up going to college at some point I did so what did you end up going to college for I'm actually like a college dropout the okay. real deal like I, I and it was the same exact kind of scenario where I went to school for I changed my majors like three times and there was a point that I was like you know my parents were helping me with um the cost of college and I just felt so guilty switching majors so many times and being so like indecisive about it so I decided to take a break year after um just trying some things and having it not feel right um and I just never went back I went to nursing school for a little bit and it was like a square peg round hole kind of thing and it just all these things that just felt like you know, not quite me. And after a while, I, I just kind of realized that I, I didn't feel like I needed it. Like, whatever I was going to do, you know, it, it just kind of, you know, it, I'd fall into it. And yeah. that's kind of always been the case. And mm-hmm. so I just kind of did odd jobs all through, like, my college age years. Yeah. And um, I bartended, I nannied, and just kind of, like, did a ton of things and um, worked a lot of office jobs. And, yeah. And I, like, I have no regrets about it at all. Cool. <laughs> yeah. like, the, one of the only people that I know that doesn't have student loans. and oh, you know, I Yeah, I mean, I'm happy about it now. Maybe I'll go back and do something with my credit someday. But Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like people are, kids are pressured to go to college oh, now. totally. Even when they have no idea what they want to do, and then they end up wasting so much money. It's so sad to me, because I, I do see, like, so many kids that go in when they're 18, and they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you honestly... I mean, you're, you're still... Your brain hasn't fully developed. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're four years older than 14. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, like, the craziest thing in the world mm-hmm. to me, that you want someone so so young to pick something. And they haven't traveled. They haven't, like, just experienced anything yet. I don't know how you would know. Mm-hmm. But I can understand it opens up a lot of doors. Definitely. And I think, you know, it's and it's great for some. And if you, like, love being in there, like, if yeah. you love being a student and you're having a great time, then I'm all for, Definitely. you know, going to school, like, doing it. It's a great time to figure out who you are. Um, but, yeah, it just, it definitely isn't for everybody, mm-hmm. and it was not for me. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened after that experience in college? <sighs> um, yeah, I, you know, I moved to Chicago for a while. Um, my brothers were out there kind of working on a project. They were, like, looking to start a nonprofit, and we kind of, like, dipped our toes in the water there and, you know, realized that they were, that we were totally, like, ill-prepared for it. It was going to be kind of like a resale um, shop, kind of similar to, like, Avalon Exchange mm-hmm. or one of those where people would sell in their clothes and then whatever the profits were, we planned to give to, um, to charities, and Ooh. we wanted to partner with, like, you know, water charities and stuff like that. That was a big passion of ours. And, um, and yeah, it didn't work, but... It was a really good learning experience, and I got to find out, like, all the things that I needed to know and mm-hmm. things I, if I did ever want to, you know, start a business in the future, I need, I had a much more clear picture of That's cool. what I, what I needed nice. to know, which is, it was a great learning experience mm-hmm. and fun. So yeah. much fun. Chicago's a great city. I am actually kind of thinking about maybe going there at some yes. point. I mean, oh, you I to. haven't seriously considered it at all, but for if I don't want to stay in Cleveland yeah. for the rest of my life. Oh, and if you can handle the Cleveland weather, mm-hmm. then Chicago's, like, because I moved there, I was there for, like, the worst year to be in Chicago. I think it was, and I think Cleveland had the same kind of winter where it was, like, negative 13-something degrees, and I'd always kind of lived in places that um, just were mild, and I was like, I cannot handle this. This makes me sad. 
like it this weather just it just I didn't want to leave the house it was so hard and so then I did a total 180 and I moved to Florida and I was like this is where I need to stay like this is I the sun makes me happy like I love the beach and then I fell in love with a guy from Cleveland so that's (laughs) how you ended up here that's how I ended up here and same exact weather how did you meet him oh it's actually a really funny story we uh we like met when we were little kids at a summer camp um, and we played together for like maybe a day because it wasn't like a long, you know, yeah. time there. And uh, and then we were pen pals for like a little bit because oh, we lived cute. in different states. <laughs> like, um, I think it was maybe for like a month. Yeah. Like it wasn't any grand romance or anything. But it's, he like always kind of stuck in my mind, you know, yeah. to where like oh. I, I just kind of was like, oh, you know, people would say like Cleveland or Ohio and I'd be like, oh, Kyle lives there. And it was just so weird because oh, wow. it wasn't like a yeah. big you know dramatic thing um and then we kind of got back in touch like once in high school for a little bit and then you know through Facebook of course and just never really went anywhere and then when I was in Florida um he actually we like he messaged me again and we talked like a little bit and then one night he gave me a call um and left me like this long he had a couple drinks and he left me this long voicemail and was like you know, there's no girls like you in Cleveland, and he's gonna kill me first. <laughs> but That's so funny. yeah, and then I called him the next night to kind of just like make fun of him for you know leaving such a yeah. funny voicemail, and we talked on the phone for like four hours, and every night for like months after wow. that was the case, and it was just I knew within like probably like a month I was like I'm gonna marry this guy. Like it's it amazing. Was just, yeah, yeah, it was one of those things. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know if it happens like this for everyone, but yeah. I definitely tell all my single friends I'm like man when you know you know like mm-hmm. there's it's just this person who you feel so like comfortable with and that yeah. you don't have to like put on any sort of mask for or anything like that like that's when you know you found the right person that's and you just great. be totally yourself yeah so then did you end up moving to Cleveland shortly after yes and um yeah I moved here when we got married and I'd visited a couple times um because we had a pretty, we got, I mean, it was all done really quickly. I think we were married, like, less than a year later. Um, and I had visited a couple times, and I was like, this is something I'm doing because I love him. Like, I love you, I'll move to Cleveland, and then I'm going to, like, slowly convince you to to go somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. that was my long-term goal with it. And, um, and then was, like, totally shocked when I found out that I actually did love Cleveland. Right, because now you kind of have, like, a little <laughs> yeah. business. And that I think that was a big part of it, was, like, coming here, yeah. like, you know, just, like, expecting to get by, and then uh, finding out how much Cleveland had to offer, and being kind of, like, why? people should know this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, because I'd lived a, in so many different states, and I know that, like, the people, like, my friends wouldn't ever think to come to Cleveland for like a vacation or yeah. anything like that and I just think it's kind of a it's kind of a you know tragedy because I know. It, Cleveland's yeah. got so much more to offer than anybody gives it credit for especially nowadays oh yeah it's just totally evolving and it just keeps unraveling it's yeah. great I know it seems like every every week there's like just a cool new coffee shop yeah. or like a new business setting up and it's I mean, it's a really exciting time to be here. We definitely got here at the right time. I know. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. So you moved to Cleveland after you got married. Yes. And then when did you have your son? Um, So we had him, like, within the year. Like, it was – all of it happened super fast. Um, We got married. So we got married in June, and he was born in November. So he was a little bit of a surprise. (laughs) Fun surprise. But – 
but yeah it's cool because it just like everything happened perfectly and like the stars aligned with me being staying at home that was kind of how this like whole thing started with Cleveland Vibes mm-hmm. was I was home and I Kyle and I were kind of like we would go out a lot and I had all these like pictures stored up on my phone and this was like just the like most random thing but like I set all these pictures from when we go out because I love photography yeah. and just do it for fun and I was like just kind of had a lot of time on my hands because I always knew I wanted to be like a stay-at-home mom or at least a majority you mm-hmm. know stay with him the majority of the time um and so I had all this time on my hands and kind of I needed just like a project or something to like totally put my energy towards and I always think like if we hadn't had like this like amazing surprise baby <laughs> then I would have been busy and ha- like been doing something yeah. else or you know just I don't even know what I would have been doing with my time but um it definitely like just started the whole thing because we okay. I, we were just I just needed like a, I needed some sort of creative outlet mm-hmm. which I think a lot of moms can relate to and I um I mean I can relate to that that's yeah. kind of why this was yeah born, so yeah and yeah if whether it's being a mom yeah. or you know just having a job that's your nine to five that you're like just kind of feels boring and doesn't feel quite like you and it's that's exactly how this started was just kind of like I have these passions and I have I mean it really was just like I have all these pictures on my phone and and this like desire to like share with my friends and family the things that we're doing Mm -hmm. while we're in Cleveland and how cool of a city it is and what you know what a fun time that we're having here and uh and yeah that's how the whole thing really started (laughs) so that you started on Instagram I'm assuming yes yeah yep that's mainly where you're following us oh yeah totally Mm -hmm. and we have a blog and um we we do like we do use the blog as well but it's definitely the Mm -hmm. the majority of the the brand is on instagram yeah so how long ago was that last year it was um just over a year ago i think we're like a year and three weeks now wow and did you expect it to grow as much as it has oh heck no no i had no idea Mm -hmm. um you thought it was just going to be something fun to do, like, yeah. with your your friends and family would see it. And yes, it absolutely. Took off. Yeah, and, like, I think, yeah, my dreams for it definitely um, <laughs> did not extend to anything like what it is now. I mean, or what it even could be in the future. I think I really did think this was just for fun. This was just, like, a place to post pictures because I didn't want to, you know, bombard everybody and yeah. who's following my regular Instagram with, you know, photos of coffee and you know cute little shops and you know I, I thought it, it's not really relevant to people who you know aren't in Cleveland so True. I just wanted to have a separate space to post it and I didn't think anyone's gonna, gonna yeah. really care <laughs> and then so what was the point when it just really took off um you know there wasn't really one there wasn't really one day that things I mean I guess right away people started following okay. which was just kind of cool like right off the bat I didn't, I thought it was maybe going to be friends, family, and then maybe, like, a, a few people, you know, would follow along, but, um, but, yeah, I guess it did just start kind of, like, consistently growing, and that's just kind of when I got keyed into, like, okay, we might be onto something here, and there wasn't, so then we, then we started putting in work toward, towards it, like, that's mm-hmm. when I was, like, okay, this is something that I'm actually gonna, you know, really pursue and, okay. like, you know, learn about, and I started, just reading about like managing social media accounts and started listening to podcasts and trying to learn that you know the ins and outs of the algorithm and you know all that stuff and um yeah just really educated myself on it Mm -hmm. but there wasn't like one there wasn't like one day that like 
we had a big post and it blew yeah. up at all. Like it's just been kind of a slow, yeah, consistent growing. Yeah, I feel like people are <clears throat> a lot of people on social media, even myself, might expect like, okay, today's the day yeah. that it happens, and I guess just have to be patient. Yeah. It'll happen eventually. Oh, absolutely. And it's it really is just like staying consistent yeah. on it. I think I I mean I don't think that I'm like spectacularly talented I know that there's much more talented photographers I know that there's you know all in all the parts of it there's people that you know can do what I exactly what I've done and it's just about staying consistent um and I think a big part of it is not trying to monetize it like right away right. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a mistake that Don't a lot expect of that right away. Yeah, yeah and just to know that like this is gonna you know this is gonna grow and like if you stick with it and put in the work then hopefully one day yeah, it's going to turn into something that you can yeah. do as your full-time job. Mm-hmm. But I think that when – I think I, I meet a lot of, you know, bloggers and stuff like that and who want to just immediately start, like, lining up partnerships and collaborations. Like, if you're just doing it out of the goodness of your heart, that will 100% get you places. And I, yeah. like, it'll get you more following and it'll, you know, just give you a more diverse following. But, like, to want to get paid right off the bat, I think that's where a lot of, you know, bloggers go wrong because it just comes off – as not authentic right, right away to mm-hmm. the people following along yeah. with you and like I, I the best advice I can give is don't like don't be looking always for more like focus on how you can serve the people who are already mm-hmm. there because even if it's 200 people that's a ton of people yeah like, and even if it's just 10 people like yes. those 10 people are following you exactly. for exactly like they yeah. it's and it's amazing that anyone will follow you at all you know <laughs> like just to think that you have like a chance to you know be a light to someone or yeah. to be you know I don't know just to to spread like love and good vibes and all these things like you that's 10 people that yeah. that you can you know make their day better like how can you do that and I think if you always focus on that it's gonna naturally grow totally like, I mean that's that's the stuff that spreads yeah. you know yeah so, so I wanted to ask you about what your relationship was with social media mm-hmm. and I was gonna ask that later but I guess we're already talking <laughs> about it so no no um so how do you not get so caught up in numbers and comparing yourself to other accounts and all of that kind of stuff yeah um I I know that it's harder for other people than it is for me like even with my husband and I because he kind of he helps me a lot like he's my business partner Mm -hmm. and and he's the one who's like always looking at you know other people and going like oh you know they're doing this and they're doing and like I I think that I I've just never been like a super competitive person so that definitely helps and I'm yeah. like that's something that I'm just lucky for because I see like all over the place people being kind of driven by social media and um, I think when it was my personal account I probably had a little bit more of that where I looked at other people and why like why can't I be that or what yeah. but I think when it became a brand that I was running versus me because Cleveland Vibes really isn't about me at all it's you know i I am someone who like facilitates it but it's really about Cleveland and Clevelanders you know and it's it's a collaborative thing and so I think when I took the focus off of myself and made it more about you know sharing just about the things that I was seeing and the people that I was meeting it made me feel just less like competitive instantly you know and um yeah I mean I just I don't think you're gonna do anything extraordinary if you're looking at other people you'll just be doing you'll whether you mean to or not you'll just be copying what they're doing yeah then you'll just be like them or like anyone else and you know you have like 
everyone has their own unique perspective that I mean it, they're they're it's much more it's worth more than right. whatever they would do trying to emulate someone else yeah. and so you just kind of have to follow your gut and like just don't get caught up in the rat race you know yeah totally yeah. and I guess sometimes not comparing yourself but looking at other people can be a great source for inspiration oh, totally but yeah it's just don't let yourself get caught up in that yeah and mm-hmm. she, know that like just because you know he or she is doing amazing doesn't mean that you're not right like you can admire someone and say like wow that's great like I you know oh that makes me think of this what I could do for my brand and that's is good but yeah just being able to appreciate someone without especially in the women's space you know yeah say like dang she's killing it like good for her mm-hmm. and that's it leave yeah. it there <laughs> instead of you know being jealous or I don't know whatever yeah. else all the feelings definitely <laughs> so since you started Cleveland Vibes how has your intention to of what you wanted it to be how has that evolved since then yeah um my very first thoughts of like when it started to grow was you know it was very focused on um like sharing about local businesses and like just showing people the places that they could go and you know where there was a great atmosphere or great food or whatever it was and that is still like a huge part of it um but lately I've just felt this like tug to make it more about connecting people to each other Mm -hmm. in the city and um because you got to think like how in in most of the times when you have a following generally your following is spread out right yeah. Like with newsroom, like you could be pulling followers from anywhere, right. and like you probably have majority Cleveland at this mm-hmm. point, yeah. because so many of your guests are from Cleveland. Right. But options are em- like lim- limitless with it, mm-hmm. where you could have followers from all over. But with Cleveland vibes, it's always going to be people within the area, yeah. you know. And it's kind of crazy to me that we have right now eleven thousand people who, I mean, I'm sure a lot of them like need some friends or like just would love to like meet some new people or you know or looking for a man or a woman, you know what I mean? Like, all these things, like, there's, it's just so cool that everyone's, we're already neighbors, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's something that I really feel, you know, called to, like, push this towards is just, you know, creating a place where people can have community and make mm-hmm. friends, and so I don't know exactly what that looks like yet. We start, we had, we start, had our first event yeah. um, a month ago, so that was the first attempt mm-hmm. at that, and it was amazing. Tell us about that. Oh, um, I mean, it was really cool. I didn't, it de- I mean, again, it exceeded any of my expectations. I was like, maybe we'll get, like, you know, 20 or 30 people out, which would be amazing just to, you know, just meet 20 or 30 <laughs> new people. But I think we, like, ended up around somewhere around 120, and it was that platform brewery, and mm-hmm. such a great place to have an event because it was so – our following's um, majority women. I think it's, like, 77% women. Mm-hmm. Um but I think having it a platform kind of made it, you know, a more neutral yeah. territory. So we had a bunch of guys come out too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we had, I mean, just food from all these local vendors and a lot of them were donated. And wow. I mean, just the cutest, like, like these cookies from, um, what is it? Little Redbird Custom Cookies. Is that what it Little is? Little Redbird Bakery? I don't know. Oh, I think it's, mm. I think that's what it is. She's amazing. She like makes these cookies. You gotta, I'll, you know, have to like, tagger in the thing because oh, she totally. makes these amazing cookies and they're like it's weird because usually you know when like any dessert if it's like really pretty you're kind of like 
this isn't going to taste that good. Like, oh, it, right. yeah, like mm-hmm. it looks really pretty, but, you know, that's all it is. They're, mm-hmm. they're actually really delicious Ooh. cookies, too. Yeah, and she donated some cookies. There were, like, some cake pops donated from Daisy Cake Pops. And um, we had, um, oh, Goldie's Donuts. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So we had, like, just all these great... Was Tai Tai there? Did I see that? She was a guest, actually, there. Cool. Kiwi from Tai Tai. She's the best. She brought her a uh, unicorn. Oh, from, I like... thought I saw something like <laughs> yeah. that on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, she's so funny. Yeah. I, and she's, like, just, like, such a fun mm-hmm. person. Yeah, so definitely. We had, like, all these great people show up for it. And, um, yeah, it was just a really fun time to get to meet people that were, like, a lot of them were creatives and kind of, you know, so it got to be, like, a party slash networking event and you know I think things like that are really taking off just because no one wants to go to a stuffy conference networking event especially if you're not even in that field in a corporate field at all so there I think there's definitely a need for it because people really do want to make connections nowadays oh absolutely and I think it's so easy to like have all of your connections online and that's what's been like sticking out to me lately is that I feel I have so many people that like but, you know, I talk to all the time on social yeah. media yeah. Mm-hmm. through, like, Cleveland Vibes. And I feel like I know them, but, you know, and it's so easy just to say, like, okay, that's enough. Like, I can just have these connections on here. But it's so much more meaningful mm-hmm. to, you know, be sitting across the table from someone exactly. and looking at them and having, you know, getting to really know people. And, yeah. I don't know, I think mm-hmm. it's important. I do, too. Mm-hmm. So you're having another event soon with Fount Leather Goods? Yes. Tell um, us about that. That one, it, it kind of like snuck up on me because I wasn't planning on having mm-hmm. another event for a while um, just because our last one was only in what like September so it maybe or August might be August yeah our last one was in August um, so I planned on maybe like waiting into like a holiday party or something mm-hmm. like that but um, yeah I just kind of had like um, like I it started with the idea that I needed to raise some money for this um, a21 campaign is what it's called mm. and it's an anti-human trafficking campaign cool. and it's um just really meaningful to me like I just you know kind of got struck with this idea that like Cleveland Vibes is really like it's so fun and it's like I love what we're doing but I want it to have meaning too like I want it to be doing good in the world and um that's important because and, I feel like if you have a platform of any way yeah. you should really use it yeah and it's so funny how I like was so quick to think Oh, when it like when it really blows up, like that's when I'll start doing good yeah. in the world. Like that was my immediate um, thought behind it. Was was like once it grows, that's when I'll like really start like doing philanthropic things with it. Um, and I kind of just kind of realized that if I'm not doing it now, like right. why why would I think that I would do it later? Exactly. Like I I need to even if it's whatever amount it is, like it's important to be focusing on the bigger picture here. Mm-hmm. And um, so wanted to throw a fundraising event but I didn't want it to be I know people feel kind of turned off by fundraising events because you feel like someone's just trying to like get money out of you and you feel forced and pressured into doing things and um there's probably not known as being like the most fun events to go to so I was trying to think of a way that we could bring women together that would be like totally useful for them and like just good for community like meeting new people and just fun in general so we teamed up with Fount Leather Goods and human trafficking and their their causes um, just about like where do your where do where do your clothes come from like where are these things made like is the person who's making your handbag are they getting paid a fair wage yeah. like those are the questions that they kind of like to bring up like is this sustainable and Aware Marketplace is actually teaming up with us on it too oh, wow. 
because um, that's, that's their same causes, just where is this coming from? Because fast fashion is, I mean, it's bad for the environment and it's bad for humans because there are people who are being forced to yeah. make these clothes that, I mean, just are in terrible work conditions and it's, it's a problem. So we all, you know, kind of put our heads together and, um, yeah, decided to have a clothing swap, which I don't know if you've ever been to one. No. I had a friend that just invited me to one a couple months ago, and I'd never heard of it before, but it makes so much sense. Um, so what you do is you bring stuff that you're just, that you like, but just isn't maybe something that you're wearing as much anymore, or like maybe your style's shifted a little bit, and that's just kind of, you know, the old you, or maybe, you know, change sizes, whatever it is, like things that are in good shape. Um, and you bring them to this event, and you organize them by size, and pants and shirts and all these things make it really easy to you know go through and then yeah women just kind of like pick out from other people's things and you walk away with at least as many items as you came with and um yeah it's just I went to one and we just hung out and talked while we all just kind of shopped through each other's stuff and yeah it was fun having the women there because I was kind of like well what did you wear this with and they were able to like help me come up with outfits for it and it just makes so much sense Mm because there's so many clothes that end up in landfills and you know it's just such a waste Mm -hmm. and you know we all want I get that we I I'm like I want things new all the time like I'm trying to keep things fresh and I hate wearing the same thing you know uh, that many times and so there's ways to do that that are sustainable yeah exactly yeah especially because as much as I love like it's it's expensive to shop only things that were made you know correctly if they were in the sustainable ways like it's so expensive and so this is a way that's I mean, we're charging $15 for the event. And there's going to be, like, a photo booth there and um, some snacks. And uh, we'll have some food trucks there and music and just, like, a place mm-hmm. to hang out and just little things to do. So it, it'll be a great time. I'm yeah. really excited for it. Cool. When yeah. is that? It is October 20th. I should, like, absolutely be able to say that with certainty. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure this is out before then. It's October 20th, which is a Tuesday. I'm going to check to be absolutely sure. Well, we can... <clears throat> I can put that in the show notes, too. Okay. Sounds good. And when, do I have this right? No, it's the 16th. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Okay. The 20th is a Saturday, and that's actually the 821 walk for mm, freedom. Gotcha. So that's something... We're not, you know, officially doing that, you know, as... But we are definitely, like, trying to raise awareness for it. Yeah. Because everyone, like, all over the world, people meet up in cities, and they... Uh, just walk to kind of raise awareness, you know, because mm-hmm. once you realize that something like that is going on and that it's, it's happening here in Cleveland as well as every other city and it's just, I can't imagine anything worse. And I think mm-hmm. it's, what's cool about human trafficking, the cause is that everyone can kind of agree on it. Like, yeah. no matter where you stand politically, oh, like, we can all say like, this needs to end. Like, yeah. this is a problem. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, October 20th. Awesome. Or wait, 16th. 16th is the, <laughs> 16th is the swap. Got and it. then the 20th, four days later, is on Saturday. That's the walk. Got it. And you okay. can just Google, you right. know, to find the information mm-hmm. for that. And then, so your event, that's at Fountain Leather Goods? So, so. it's at the um, their studio space, Got which it. is really cool. If you're interested in, like, found and, like, mm-hmm. how things are made and small businesses and how this, how this works at all, it's a really cool event to come to anyway because it's the studio space where they make all the bags mm-hmm. um and you get it's just this gorgeous space it's um it's at the art craft building um which is off of superior it's really close to superior Fa, which mm-hmm. if, I, I know a lot of people <laughs> have been there um and yeah it's just this really beautiful space mm-hmm. and um yeah it's gonna be a really fun time awesome yeah lots of good girls there cool mm-hmm. so uh, I want
want to ask you why are you such a champion for Cleveland? What are some of the things that you just that really light you up about Cleveland? Um, honestly, the people have been just really inspiring and like just so inclusive, more so than any of the. I mean, I've lived in Chicago, I've lived outside of DC, and and just I mean, I've moved around. My dad was military, mm-hmm. so we moved around a ton, and I don't think that I've ever experienced people who are so like open-hearted and just cheering for one another I think it comes from being the underdogs for so many years and like just feeling like you know maybe that just creates community and feeling Mm -hmm. that like you were forgotten or you know disregarded in some way um but I see that people here are like genuinely cheering for each other Mm -hmm. like collaborating and just I think that they really do believe that like what's good for one Clevelander is good for all Clevelanders. And I think that that's absolutely true right now. Yeah. Just that, you know, the better, bigger and better Cleveland gets, it's better for all the businesses around. And yeah. it's just super. So that's been definitely inspiring. And yeah, I just think my husband had lived, he grew up in Bay Village, like he'd lived in Cleveland his entire life. And I would come to visit him and, um, and I don't even think he knew exactly where to take me to like show yeah. off the city because there's so many pockets, right. you know? And so you could, you could miss one street and miss like an entire, like 10 amazing places to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you just didn't know the exact places, right turns to make, you know? And so that was definitely just important to me. That like if people come into town, they should know where to visit so that they can have the best time here. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. So yeah, yeah. it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's been really fun. Cool. So do you want to make any shout outs? What are you loving right now about Cleveland? Well, you kind of said that, but any specific spots? Yeah. Um, let me think. I mean, man, there's so many. <laughs> it's like hard to even know, oh, know where to begin with it. Um, okay, let me think. My favorite pizza right now is Il, is it Il Rione or Il Rione? I'm not, Il Rione. Yeah, I've never been there before. Oh, it's so good. And I really do. Like the guys who run it are just like... Okay two of the nicest mm-hmm. guys like they really are about like making sure that everybody's having a good time and creating community that Ilrione actually means the neighborhood which Ooh. is cool I think that's just really oh a big gosh. part of their purpose um Oseon yeah. um is like a local jeweler, jeweler and um she's just one of the like kindest people mm-hmm. I'm actually meeting up with her in are a couple you? days yeah oh mm-hmm. you're gonna have the best time she's so cool. sweet um so yeah she's great and I love everything that she makes we're actually doing a giveaway with them coming up here pretty soon for one of their new t-shirts look out for that um let me think what else have I been loving we actually just went to Mad Max the other day Mm. and my husband and I are um attempting to do the ketogenic diet Mm. (laughs) and they have like the most amazing um like cauliflower mac or whatever I don't know what you would call it but they swap out the noodles for cauliflower and it was a if you're in, like, if anyone's looking for, like, a low-carb meal, it's a really good one. That's one that we're, that's in Lakewood, though. Um, but, yeah, I mean, everything in this area, Ohio City, Hingedown, I mean, tea, this tea is really good right yeah. now. <laughs> Cleveland Tea Revival. Yeah, delicious. I'm really enjoying it. Um, good. But, yeah, I mean, there's so many. Like, I couldn't even begin to choose because yeah. we've had so many I mean people can just go to your Instagram account yeah if you want to know the places yeah. I like I just and that's the thing I I will never say anything bad about a place that I've been to I, if I really had a horrible experience I probably just wouldn't talk about it right. mm-hmm. you know because yeah. I just don't think it's it doesn't really help no and you know you don't know the experience that you've had if that was going to be 
the same experience you would have if you went a week later. True. You know, mm-hmm. you just that's so true. Just keep it to myself, or just say some, find something good in it that you liked. You know, yeah. maybe the food wasn't the best, but look how cute this you know mural on the wall is, or whatever. Right. You know, exactly. Be yeah. honest, but. <laughs> so people can find you on Instagram at Cleveland Vibes, right? Yep. And then you have a website. Yep. www.clevelandvibes.com. Cool. Yep. Anything else you want to share? I don't think so. I think that's about it. Cool. Well, thank you so much. I, I just, I love what you're doing. It's Thanks, really valuable. So. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah. for having me. I love what you're doing too. Thank you. Seriously. I mean, Newsroom, it's an amazing name, first of all. Thank you. Like, what a <laughs> brilliant name for a podcast. And just really uplifting to women thank and you. to... I mean, anyone who's listening, yeah. really, but... That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to expand people and yeah. show them that there's there's so much out there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing a good job. Thank you so Proud much. Of you. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no problem. That was my conversation with Katie. Thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to connect with Katie, follow Cleveland Vibes on Instagram and check out the website. Also, don't forget, if you're in Cleveland, go check out the clothing swap event. It'll be a really great time. Unfortunately, I'm not able to attend because I teach on Tuesday nights. But if I wasn't teaching, I would totally be there. And then if you would like to connect with me, follow me on Instagram at Museum Podcast. And you can also shoot me an email to museumpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you, and I'm also definitely open to collaborations. If this podcast brings joy to your life in any way, please hit the subscribe button, rate, and review. All of those things are free to do, and it is the best way that you can support the podcast. I love doing this podcast so much, but it also takes a lot of time and energy, so your support would mean so much to me. All right, well, that's all I have for you this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye!